This week on Moonshine and Music. I mean, there's a lot of stories. Actually, the in in terms of musical you know influence on my music is probably more. Uh, trips that we had take as a family more than you know we'd go out west like to the Grand Canyon or something and I had two brothers two sisters so the five kids mom and dad and then st- back to the station wagon you know driving Driver down the- that hole was not part of your little girl tea party plans was there something you started to feel could not comprehend Hello, welcome to episode 15 of Moonshine and Music, the perfect music show. I'm your host, Joe Shelton, and today we have Bryce Taylor on tap for you. He's going to tell you a lot about when he grew up and how he writes songs. It's really an interesting little interview. Bryce and I are really good friends, and I'm really happy to have him on the show today. He is one of my favorite artists, and he is one of my favorite songwriters, so I hope you really enjoy it as much as I do. I want to also thank today, before we get going, Brent Smith. He's been uh, just spectacular hosting us, shooting more videos at his house this week. More shows are coming up. Uh, Several new artists that are coming, including next week we're going to have a a hip-hop artist for the first time. His name's Skip. And so it's been a lot of fun shooting those episodes. Thank you, Brent, for letting us take over your place and, and put these things together. I also want to uh, give a shout out to Eat New Media, which is uh, our production partner. Go to eatnewmedia.com and uh, get yourself a quote. If you need some video work done, they will definitely take care of you. All right, so let's get the show started. Here it is, Bryce Ernest Taylor coming up on Moonshine and Music. Welcome to Moonshine and Music, uh, Bryce Taylor. How's it feel to be on the show? Uh, just fine. Chillier than than April should be. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But of course, January is always chillier than I think it should be as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, and we hope for a uh, a nice warm up to happen soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I like as I was mentioning earlier, I've seen some of your previous interviews, and you do such a good job. So I'm excited about that. Oh, well, so, thank you. So I appreciate yeah. that. Um, well, you know, if you've seen a couple of them, then you know that we start from the ground up and try to figure out where you came from and what your origins are. So where'd you grow up? Uh, yeah, well, I'm still working on that. The growing <laughs> You're up still working part. on the growing up. But well, well, where, uh, where, but where, I was where, born where in Fort Worth, Texas. Fort, we got Texas people. Go yeah, on. yeah. I was born, uh, yeah, Fort Worth, Texas, and then moved to Indianapolis when I was like in the middle of sixth grade, in the middle of a snowstorm, of course. And uh, yeah, and then was here, went back to school down in uh, uh, Fort Worth again, and then Denton, Texas, and then yeah, I've been to South Carolina, and then made our way back here. Um, to Muncie, Indiana. So that's like where I've been. Is that? What, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So when you were growing up, you, what did your parents do? Uh, my father was actually a, a minister for the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, and what the move from we actually moved uh, from Oklahoma. No, uh, yeah, 
actually he moved from Oklahoma. I missed that move. But uh, uh, from there, and he moved up here because the national offices are actually in the Irvington area. And uh, so he did that for years. Um, and my mom was a, a school teacher and has done that for years. And I mean, she's retired now and all. But um, yeah. And uh, then, so you, uh, where did where'd you end up graduating from high school? Was it in Indianapolis? Or? Uh, Indianapolis, Park Tudor. Park uh, Tudor? Yeah, yeah. My mom actually taught there, and so that's how we could afford to go there. <laughs> but uh, it was a very good school. For me, it was very good because it was small um, numbers. We had like 42 in our graduating class. and um, oh, it's, it's larger now, right? It yeah, it is, yeah. I would go back now. It looks like a college campus. And yeah, <laughs> there, there's more people and more money. And it's, it's, you know, it's always been a good school. But um, yeah, it's changed a lot. So. Yeah. So and then where'd you go to uh, college? Uh, down in, in Fort Worth at uh, Texas Christian University, and then so, I went to University of North Texas for. So you went school. you went back to Texas for school. Yeah, I like the warm weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good, and, I, and there's culture. You know, there's more. Uh, I mean, it was interesting. You know, moving down there because there's more. You know, the Hispanic culture is kind of woven in there, and you know, Mexican food and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, I'm a big fan of Mexican food. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I like going to Mexico. Yeah. So there is that. I've never been to Mexico. I've been oh, to Texas. Haven't? Yeah. Oh, I highly recommend all-inclusive resorts in Mexico. okay. It's uh, just fantastic. You pay one price the whole week. They just, uh, you know, feed you a drink, you know, get filled up with drinks, food, whatever. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, I've heard of those, and I think my wife did that before we were <laughs> together. But, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you're married in? And children? Yep, have three girls. Actually, the youngest is getting ready to graduate from high school, and so yeah, we're in that process. And the others are one graduated from art school and is going to be in England this next year, and then um, the middle one's studying chemistry in Ohio at Xavier. So yeah, we're kind of. Yeah, and you're, and you're a professor at Ball State? Um, I, I, I didn't my official, t- I think I'm uh, like a s- associate professor or something. In, uh, in the, it's in the special ed department, but I'm a so- psychologist and I teach a class, a graduate course in uh, autism online, which allows me to do all this music stuff so I can... Uh, be here today. Well, I could be here anyway on Sunday, but but <laughs> Since yeah, it's a Sunday, but it gives me a whole great. lot of flexibility in terms of when I when I uh, you know have to grade things and, and you know so I can do the music gigs at various times. You know, like so, I've seen you at before. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you grow up down in you know with a father who's in ministry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, moved all around. That's got to just lead to a lot of different stories that feed into your songs. Well, to some degree. I mean, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of different cultures, you know, because there's Texas on the one hand and South Carolina on the other. But when you're growing up, I I guess I don't write a whole lot of songs so much about those early memories of moving. And we we weren't moving around a lot, you know, but... but, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of st- actually the in in terms of musical you know influence on my music is probably more uh, trips that we had take as a family more than you know we'd go out west like to the Grand Canyon or something and I had 
two brothers, two sisters, so the five kids, mom and dad, and then st- back to the station wagon, you know, driving out there. And we what sang kind a, of wagon? We sang I have to have that detail. Oh, there's different ones. I mean, we had so many. We had one that would, like, open like a claw at one time. I think it was an Oldsmobile. <laughs> and, but early on, we had that one with the crank window. Oh, yeah, those were cool. I always yeah. wanted to have and like, like we probably had, had every one. kind. We had a diesel one one time. You know, so we, but we would drive out there and we would, um, you know, have, uh, at that point, probably eight tracks, a uh, tape player, you know, and uh, we'd sing <laughs> along with whatever, John Denver, or, or we would just, you know, sing songs. We, we sang a lot together, and so that probably had a big influence on my music more. I've never written, I should write a song about one of those trips. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but, I'm giving you songwriting ideas. <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I went to the Grand Canyon, you know, some years ago, maybe 15 years ago or so. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it was the same for you because you just talk about that. Every time someone says they went to the Grand Canyon, even at any uh-huh. time, I think it, it, it was uh, awe-inspiring to stand at the Grand Canyon and there's no picture that ever yeah, can make yeah. <laughs> make you understand it. Because yeah. like, you think, like, before you go, you know, it's, it's a hole in the ground. How, how you yeah. know, awe-inspiring can it really yeah. be? And then you step up there and you're like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I don't think I totally appreciate I was pretty young when we went to that particular place, and I don't think I totally appreciate it. What I remember more about it was just being afraid of falling in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, yes, that's absolutely what, that. that uh, there was some girl doing cartwheels along the edge yeah. of it, and I was just freaking out, I mean, you know. Yeah. Because I was, uh, you know, in my 20s, and I was just like, whoa, what is that girl? She's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, now, it's a long on way the, down, on a you know? d- different side of it, a, a, a Native American race. It must be Navajo. I think they built a a, a glass thing yeah, out over it. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, I, I, that seems a little scary to me. Yeah, like, I, if I wanted to treat my fear of heights, I might. Do that, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I'm okay. It seems like it seems like that sub, uh, you know sub, submersion therapy or whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, right. Would would definitely work on on something like that. I mean. And you can do it now, like on the uh, in, the, in the, the the Sears Tower. They have like the little glass box that sticks out from the oh, edge. Really? Can, See, I, I actually did that kind of thing, but it was up in Toronto. I went to a conference up in Toronto, and I thought I'm gonna go to the. They have some tower the, the that tower, has a glass yeah. floor, and I said I'm gonna. And the only reason I went there was just okay. I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm you know being a psychologist, like okay, I'm gonna do my exposure therapy, and uh-huh. and, and it helps some, but I'm still I still you know don't want to fall. I don't yeah. I don't want to. Fall. I mean, a curb yeah. looks really tall to me at this uh, point, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so if we yeah. if we have to, you know, get up on something really high, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I I not too long ago, uh, the other producer Brandon and I were shooting a music video thing. All right, right. And and I stepped out onto the plaza at no, Greenfield. Oh yeah, I the, think I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, when I stepped onto that, I fell flat on my back, like oh, like that. It was wow. so slick. Wow. And then I, I was going ow, and I heard like in the distance he was out in front of me i heard him go ow <laughs> you sure that wasn't the echo no it wasn't an echo he just he, yeah we both bit the dust at the same oh. time oh yeah. he fell too i thought yeah he, that's why he, thought was, he was being empathic he wasn't being so empathic okay. he was being you know uh you know he hurt too because he fell at oh, the same time wow. so it was like a double fall kind of deal so did he get it on film no because that we would you know you could sync that to some music uh, i mean i, I know that it thing. that would have really worked well for any kind of a, a comedy routine because okay. we absolutely if there's like some city people from greenfield who have like the uh, security footage oh there uh, you go then you could, yeah the, <laughs> there probably is there's some guy in the back room going yeah, yeah. Watch, watch, this. watch this man you know yeah but um 
you know, on uh, back onto the you know the songwriting and the family. Right. I mean, uh, does it? Uh, you know, when you have kids, I'm, I know for me, if, if people have heard some of my songs, they definitely have my kids in them. Uh-huh. Uh, do you find yourself doing that as well? I mean, yeah, I, pro- probably that even more than writing. You know, you're asking about writing about my family growing up. I don't write a whole lot about growing up, but but more about my kids. It's kind of hard not to like they creep into my songs. Like, well, there's actually I have a song you know that I wrote kind of for each of my kids. You know, like mm-hmm. you know when they were born. You know that kind of experience. Um, and, and there's one that I probably well that's on my CD that I probably sing more than the others, but but th- that's one way that it, that kind of comes in when it's directly about them. But there's also other times when, when I write, it's always about uh, I'm singing about a picture that I have in my head. I'm just real visual in terms of my memory and that kind of stuff. And so I'm trying to tell this story. It's like a movie, you know. It's a picture, and so because they're in my life so much, oftentimes it's you know they'll be a part of that. Right. So uh, you have a your, your CD. You mentioned it. What's the name? Yeah, that's uh, a good question. Um, <laughs> Lighter than air is <laughs> is what it is, and it's it came out in like 2015. I have some other stuff recorded now that should we should be getting out You're soon on, on an EP. Thing. Yeah, yeah. With probably the songs I sing today will be more those songs. I might sing one, the the one I just mentioned that's on my CD, um, Lighter than air. But that yeah, that's and that's. Uh, you know, available all the places where you, those things might. You know, you know we got to get the plugs in. Yeah, more. yeah. So you know, the CD Baby and uh, <laughs> like iTunes, iTunes, and Spotify, and, and, such. and Amazon. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of, as well as you know, my website. You can go there and find things. And, so. and I'll put in the show notes the links to all that. So those yeah, of you who don't want to like rewind five times, it'll yeah. it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. um, but you. Um, you know, uh, are you uh, are you currently just working on uh, the record, or have you you decided you're going to make one and you haven't gotten to it, or <laughs> w- w- well, what stage I, is that in? Well, you know? about over a year ago, I recorded <laughs> some tracks um, at Asthma Studios with, and I wanted to be more trimmed down. This first CD had a lot of other instrumentation, and this just had me and then uh, Kelsey um, from Von Strantz, who you know that plays the cello. So it's me and the cello and and singing. And uh, but that's been recorded for. I just need to mix it and get it mastered. And was actually talking to somebody last night about who helped me with my previous CD, who will probably help me get this one done in the next few months. It just, it's you know the balance in the family, balance in the work, um, and then you know playing out versus uh, you know doing the studio where I like to do a lot of this stuff myself, like the mixing and and all myself. I had somebody else master it, and I I'm trying to let go of that so I can get stuff done. But it's hard. I, I understand. I like to do the technology stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when you're when you're putting together something like that, um, you know, the the control freak in you comes out, and then sometimes it's like, you know what, I I'm I would be better off if somebody else takes this part oh, yeah. or that yeah. part. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it's hard to decide when that is for me. Mm-hmm. I, do you find it is for you as well, or? Yeah. One thing. Um, yeah. Um, the, like I said, I was talking to um, Corey Miller, who uh, did the mastering on my last CD last night about possibility of working together again to get this done. And um, what we did last time is I would send him tracks, and he and he would listen to it and send me back feedback on it. Oh, you know, hear this at this point, or you might want to adjust this. And then I, so I'd make some adjustments, send it back to him, or I'd say, yeah, I heard that, but what about this? And you know, so it was a conversation and really a collaborative. Um, 
process and so I that really helped and it kept me from just being in my head so much you know getting the feedback from him who's a really good engineer at, he works both at the lodge and at, at uh, asthma studios and we've done some work separately yeah. too so um, so, uh, do you, um, uh, you know, on on to uh, other things? I was, uh, you know, I like to ask people about their musical uh, kind of uh, influences and things. Mm -hmm. What what do you feel like in your life? Like the the the, the favorite artists, people that influence your songwriting now or in the beginning? Well, you know, I over guess time I could do both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So early on, it was probably, and this is going to date me a little bit, but. Well, early on, actually, it was uh, I had a cousin who played guitar, and and just hearing him play, um, uh, uh, he looked like Cat Stevens. You know, he had the dark beard. Oh, and all really? That kind of okay. But anyway, he played, and that was an inspiration to me as a little kid. But in terms of music, my parents had uh, you know Jim Croce, and uh, you know these are albums, of course. Um, I'll, I'll take Jim Croce all day. Yeah, so. Jim Croce, and and um, you know Simon and Garfunkel, and. Um, I don't know if they had James Taylor or I ended up getting that, but James Taylor, Loggins, Messina, those kind of folks were the folks I listened to. They also had like Peter, Paul, and Mary and that those kind of influences. I, I just love harmonies, and so anything with, with harmony I really liked. Of course, I had older brother and sister, so I'd also get you know, other stuff like Deep Purple and <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, Smoke I, on I, the I Water. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, of course, you know, Pink Floyd and all that, all that those kind of wonderful... Uh, musical experiences. So yeah. that was your early thing. What, what's yeah. the what's today's? Yeah, uh... I really love the songwriter that popped right into my head in terms of songwriting. It was Ray LaMontagne. I really like in terms of his his songwriting. I mean, it's like poetry. And Jason Mraz, probably more in terms of uh, performance style. I just really, I mean, he just seems to have such a, a way on stage. And, and I love his live recordings as well, because that comes across, just uh, free-flowing. Um, and and Harmony folks, you know, Civil Wars, the Avett Brothers, um, Gosh, lots of people. There, you know, there's yeah, a lot. Of, there's a lot of good in, songwriters right now. There's so. a lot of people in the indie music scene, and uh, not mm -hmm. just indie, but Indianapolis music right, scene, right? Right. That love the Avett Brothers. I uh -huh, mean, like uh -huh. I, you know, yeah. I personally, <laughs> Jim Jim Holden, a friend of mine, and yeah, yours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, the, I always like to say that I I think that the Avett Brothers are just covering Jim Holden because I, I never <laughs> I heard like yeah. half of their songs when he was playing them before I heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's they, a, there's a lot of uh, affinity for for the Avett brothers in the crowd here. And obviously I've, you know, started listening to their songs because like everybody I know is like, yeah, the Avett brothers this. And they say, here's a song from the Avett brothers. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So I didn't, uh, I, you know, it's interesting to me how much of an influence that they've uh, really had, you know. Yeah. Um, do you... Um, uh, do you find yourself uh, when you're choosing like do you, do you I, I don't know if you do a lot of cover songs at all uh, do you find yourself choosing some of those in your set or do you do you like go like back to the Pink Floyds and the no, and no, the Simon no. and Garfunkels or you know well one thing I found I, I, I do do a whole, I have a, a lot of covers that I do but I most of the time probably when you see me it's more like open mics and so we're playing and, and in the indie crowd the indie singer songwriter seems like there's a lot of encouragement to play original stuff which I really love and so I I mean I love that I play it as well as other people and uh and and so you know that's probably more what you hear but when i play like at a bar or something where people are aren't listening quite as closely to you know and they want to hear more familiar stuff and they'll play what i 
fine is like stuff like si- early like Simon and Garfunkel's stuff. People love that all ages, you know, which is really <laughs> interesting. But I do play, yeah, Avett Brothers stuff, Ray LaMontagne, Damien Rice, um, you know, even old, you know, older Loggins, Messina stuff. Um, not so. I mean, I think I have one Stone song that I do, and uh, I play. Uh, wish you were here, which is my one being song. But uh, other than that, uh, yeah, you know. But there's a whole lot of so there's a lot of good music. I find play, myself yeah. like sometimes with certain artists going, "There's no way I can cover one of those." Like mm-hmm. you know, so like I just completely well, even if I really love them, you know, yeah. like I really love Johnny Cash, and I don't ever uh-huh. feel like I can do any of it any justice. So I just kind of avoid it, and then somebody will do some cover of it that's kind of creative, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's kind well, of well." Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. I just saw a dance program the other night that was a uh, dance kaleidoscope. Was it in the, and and they did a dance to, I can't remember who was it nineties, the, the, um, the hurt or something I think is what it called it. Johnny Cash covered one of their songs. Uh-huh. Like right. it's one of the last things he did. Last yeah um, yeah well, he did like a, just, yeah. So that was kind yeah. of interesting. So you could cover Johnny Cash's cover of that. Uh, I could see you else. doing that. <laughs> well, I could probably you know pull that off. Yeah. You know, but you know I it, I find it tough to to pick some of those sometimes because the originals are just so powerful or just so in yeah. uh, in terms of. Part of what makes them good is just the person who sang them, and not necessarily the song. Sometimes as well, you know. That's a tough thing, you know. It just. Yeah. Uh, so I, I always find it interesting to hear what other people choose, you know, to do. Well, and when I do, I mean, people have joked about me like Bryceifying because because <laughs> I'll do a cover, but and it will kind, you know, you'll know what it is, but but it doesn't sound exactly like. It. I mean, even something yeah. like Free Falling, I do a little bit, I do much faster and. You know, different, different. Well, and know, it's not necessarily I feel like intentional. Tom Petty or, just, I, I feel like Tom Petty or Johnny Cash, if you're doing a cover of it, you have to get creative. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise you're going to, like, you know, not not match up. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe that's a part of it. The other thing is just part of my personality. Like, I, I see, like, recipes for food as, like, a suggestion, like you might do it this way, and I kind of, I kind of see. So, so your music biscuits and gravy too. might have yeah, some yeah. really well, strange like, bit to oh, it. Oh, they they did their song this way, but they might have done it this way. <laughs> well, and what, you probably know from recording too, you know that that's just how you happen to do the song that day. Oh yeah, you, yeah. you know, it's just one thing, and you might do it different when you play out tomorrow. So, so and that's the same with. So when you're recording, you, I mean, that, that brings up a good point. You 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 feel that evolution. Like uh, you record the song, and then like two months later, you go, "I don't do it that way anymore, like uh, at all." Like what? I, I've made the mistake um, of, and and I went back and re-recorded a song for other reasons, but I'm glad I did. Of recording a song too soon before mm-hmm. it had time to 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 work all the kinks out and and ferment. And there's a song I'll play it a little bit later uh, called Alice that I recorded once and and uh, with the cello, but then we went back in the studio because. Uh, um, for various reasons, um, but when I went back, it was so much more ready to be to be recorded, and so yeah, yeah. So uh, it does evolve, and usually, hopefully, evolves to something better over time. You know, just well, little you intricacies. Know, I've or, noticed that with songs that I've written, but also with cover songs. As yeah, I played yeah, like the yeah. same cover song. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you know, suddenly it's it, it just something new happens well, with it. <laughs> or you'll put it away for years and you say, oh yeah, I used to do this song. I'll pull it out. And then it's, and you know, it's a whole different, because you've changed. Yeah. You, know, you change over time so the, so the songs change. And, well, I never thought yeah. of it that way. I just kind of thought yeah. of it like, you know, maybe I got better at playing it or a bit well, better at playing different kinds of things. 
and then yeah. suddenly, but yeah, it is just I guess that. But that's I you changing. Yeah, yeah that's you, me changing. If you're getting right. better, you're changing. Yeah. So. Well, I, I'm feeling the the psychoanalysis coming <laughs> to the forefront. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and we don't we don't need to cry today, so yeah, we're yeah, we're going to stop short of that. But are you feeling like ready to come out and play some tunes? Yeah, sure. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with some music from Bryce Taylor. Okay. Thank you for being on today. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Next week on Moonshine and Music, hip hop artist Skip comes into the garage area. It's the first one outside the garage, and he's going to bring you something that sounds like this. They support you, they support you, they adore you, they do anything for you when it's beneficial. I'm thinking one time, fool me once, two times, fool me twice. I told them three times, you played yourself, there won't be a fourth time, baby, we through for life. I'm thinking, ow! Oh, so I, you want me to start playing, I guess, or, or saying, okay, so this first song is um, a song about this little girl, not not one of my girls, but um, this other girl, a uh, British girl, who was like having a little tea party or something and then went off someplace else, like down a rabbit hole. And um, yeah, her name is Alice. Alice, sweet Alice. Don't understand Chasing that dapper rabbit down that hole Was not part of your little girl Tea party plans Was there something you started to feel Could not comprehend The dreams scurry by Catch them if you can Alice did impatience persuade you on down that slippery slope Or was something going on inside we did not know, did not know Oh, how did it feel to grow and grow and grow Getting old don't stop you playing, stop playing you surely feel old Curiosity Is the key It's not the answers No, the questions That set us free Imagination Is a weapon Reality is killing me, killing me, killing me. Imagination seeds creation. Let it be. Now Alice, that queen of hearts, yelled, off with her head. You were right to protest sentencing. Before that verdict was read You're just cards in a deck No one cares for you You said If you weren't and someone did Perhaps they would wish no one dead What is mad? 
what is real? Where's the line between think and feel? Oh, what is mine? Oh, what is real? Where's the line between think and feel? Think and feel Now Alice, there's so many things That just make no sense Like when we need a bridge We build a fence A fence Try to make stronger children By killing confidence Perhaps we all should follow a child down that hole Now and then Curiosity Is the key Not the answers No, the questions That set us free Imagination Is a weapon Reality is killing me, killing me, killing me, killing me. Imagination seeds creation. Let it be. Thank you everyone in the studio. Um, ah, which one next? I think I will do, this next one is, um, um, for all those singers, songwriters, or other folks, creative people, comedians, there's one in the studio today, um, uh, who are you know searching for that creative, uh, for I think we're all kind of, artists, you know, looking for that creative force um, that is often called the muse and sometimes personified as a beautiful woman, but that's really not what it's about. It's about that creative force. And this song's called um, The Man with the Muse, and it's about kind of my longing for that. Let's see. Oh, and these two, that I've, the last one and this one, will be on the next... EP that I'm working on right now. The man with the muse is a room with a view in the clouds where he gains his perspective. All the pain and the love he sees from above, reacting perhaps, but reflecting. up there, safe from the cares and the stares and the wounds of dreams ripping away. And he paints, any prints, big ideas that make sense, while we scrounge for some morsel of meaning at the end of each day. 
Sipping coffee, wondering what it'd be like to just be. Then I'd burn with the passion, be consumed by these visions, but empty don't make a man free. And you know so much more, seen these patterns before. You paint them in such vivid colors. Begin to believe, not to trust what I see, and that things can somehow get better for me and the other lovers. down the street staring down at my feet one step follows the next in succession but what if I was to stray bemuse myself today and see a step outside as an expression I'll be in a lie pulling out of this die saying life pick me up and take me Would I rise like you above Even risk feeling love And give and give and give and give and give and give and Never feel empty I want to be you
gee, for my third song, I will, um, uh, let me see, I think I will, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a little lighter one. I had something more heavy planned, but those two were a little bit, um, I think I need to lighten it up. Well, um, so... This one, I mentioned that I mentioned about my daughters in the interview, and, and um, this is the, and I and I think I said I was going to play this song, so I should probably play this song. Now. <laughs> but this is a song I wrote for my third daughter. Um, I have three daughters, as I mentioned, and this, um, I wrote a song for my first. Any of you had, if you have kids, you know, you do something for one kid, and then the next one, you kind of have to do the same thing or something similar. So I wrote a song for my first. So then you got to write one for the next, which was fine. You know, I like writing songs, so that works out well. And uh, but those first two came out pretty well, both, both the daughters and the songs. And then this third one, I had a lot of struggle with. Not not the daughter, but the song. Until uh, one day we had this this thing happen where the sunlight shines through at a particular time of day, a particular time of year, and made this rainbow across um, this open room that we have, and that just inspired this song. It didn't have so much to do with her other than she was with me and we kind of danced in the rainbow a little bit, or the prism, but it looked like a rainbow. Um, yeah, so this is called. Um, it's on the CD that uh, the one CD that I have out, and it's called. Um, Perfect day. <laughs> Let me get. Uh, uh. The thing about these capos is you got to put them on the right way, or it doesn't. Sound. There we go. Um, yeah, J Joe was. In between was giving me a hard time about the give me a hard time that he hadn't given me a hard time yet about my capo. So so I'll take it. I like playing with him. So this is called Perfect Day. If I could weave a perfect day, I'd weave it with the golden rays of sunshine. Oh, I'd weave it a little happiness. I'm thinking and talking in the grass till the moon shines. Here comes our light, light. Comes to tuck us in. Comfortably in our skin. You kept me going So wise beyond our fears See from where our stream of tears Is flowing My dream is knowing Your tiny hands are growing Light in colored light shining through the fish tank, just right, making rainbows. And it's the little things we understand, like telling stories, holding hands, makes our love grow. And we both know when life comes streaming in.
have a friend Show me the sun Remind me dancing's fun Show me the sun Remind me dancing's fun If I could weave a perfect day Weave it with the golden rays of sunshine Happiness and thinking and talking in the grass till the moon shines. Becomes our night light, comes to tuck us in. You've been working, you've been working, been working so hard to get comfortable. Comfortable in your skin Whoa You never know all the ways you get me going So wise beyond our fears See from where our stream of tears is flowing My dream is nowhere Your tiny hands, your beautiful mind is growing. Thank you. Bryce Taylor, thank you so much for coming and doing the show. Really, really appreciate you coming in and putting on that incredible performance. We really, really, really enjoyed it. Every one of us, uh, as we put this show together, have played that one a couple of times. Fantastic job. Loved having you on the show. Um, thank you a lot for joining us. Next week, we got Skip on tap. We've got Jeff Kelly coming up, Jim Holden, uh, Mariah Haven, Mikey Goode, John Martin, Gypsy Moonshine, Dakota Mucky. I mean, it is a fortune of people that are coming to the show very, very soon. And we really, really appreciate you tuning in and watching Moonshine and Music. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Eat New Media in association with Not Less Entertainment. Producers for today's program are Brandon Lay and Joe Shelton. Be sure to join us next time on Moonshine and Music.